I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Tech Vibe Radio tonight. All summer long, all spring, we've been taking this show on the road, having way too much fun. Our next stop in what's been our neighborhood tour is the Create Festival it is pretty much the second, maybe the biggest event the Pittsburgh Technology Council does, bringing the creatives, the technologists, the artists, everybody all together for a full day of everything cool and fun happening in Pittsburgh when it comes to technology and innovation. And we're kicking off today's show with uh, Joe Smith from Dollar Bank, foundational partner of ours to bring this Create Festival to town. Joe, you're no stranger to the show. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Quickly, tell our listeners about yourself and Dollar Bank real quick, and we're going to jump in talking about the Create Festival and the whole show we have today talking to all the different people that are presenting, all the fun stuff. Well, Jonathan, you know, I, I, this has got to be our 10th or 11th year sponsoring the Pittsburgh Technology Council's, what's now called the Create Festival, what used to be the Data Awards. And, uh, many for, iterations over the years. Well, for, for, for the last three years, the uh, Pittsburgh Technology Council and Audrey Russo have um, joined the Dollar Bank Through Rivers Arts Festival. So Create is this Thursday, June 1, and the uh, Dollar Bank Through Rivers Arts Festival kicks off tomorrow, June 2nd. So, uh, and we're going to have the exhibitors for the Create Festival here through the weekend. So it allows us to kind of bookmark, if you will, uh, Point State Park, which is one end of the Arts Festival, to the August Wilson Center, where the Create Festival is. So it really creates a very wonderful footprint for this first weekend of the Arts Festival. It really does. I mean, it really just showcases everything that's going on within Pittsburgh, and it just brings it more to the people here. Because we're at the August Wilson Center, which is just a fantastic space. Right there on the sidewalk, people are walking past. I feel like we're just more integrated into what's kind of happening here in Pittsburgh. Well, and you know, we, we've um, our first year that we brought in the Arts Festival was held at the Wyndham. And while it was a great uh, Create Festival for the Technology Council, the attendance wasn't what they would like it to have been because there were so many distractions being right in the park. This year, we have over 800 people coming to How the did that Festival. happen? 800 well, people, come on. You, we have a great place for it. But they, they keep evolving. Um, you know, Kim uh, Chestnut Harvey, she just does a great job evolving what the content's going to be. I never and, know what's going to be every year. And this year we have the Idea Fest where we have people from New Orleans, people from Las Vegas, people from Louisville that are speakers, that are poets, they're artists, they're entrepreneurs. And they're really, and then we have some uh, panel discussions that really talk about creativity and, and the technology behind it because you know technology and you have to be pretty creative to be a technologist <laughs> that's for but sure then when you can when you put that into the visual and performing arts which we're doing here today it's gonna be a very exciting afternoon here at august wilson i can't wait and uh i'm just so glad that we have people like you and dollar bank that step up to make this happen we Comcast, I mean, every year it gets bigger and bigger with people that get behind this because they see the importance of it. What was it that sparked your interest in getting behind this in the early days? Well, um, we were, we've been involved with the um, 
what used to be the Carnegie Museum and is now the Cultural Trust in bringing one of the largest events uh, in the city every year, the uh, Three Rivers Arts Festival, now called the Dollar Bank Three Rivers Arts Festival. But uh, about, I think it was eight years ago, the arts festival was in danger of uh, having to be canceled because of all the extraordinary costs involved in it. Right. And we as a bank said, well, you know, we've been involved in this. Maybe we could do a little bit more because we don't want to lose it. And the nice thing about being a mutual bank, which, you know, we don't have any stock, we, we, we you know, are technically an independent bank, but our, our depositors really have uh, the say-so in the bank. So we thought this was a way to give back, to represent our customers, you know, our, our members, if you will, of, of Dollar Bank. And we've got tremendous response that, yes, quality of life's a big deal. And we're able to really, through our foundation as well as through the, the bank, to support a lot of the arts in the city. Uh, the Create Festival with the Pittsburgh Technology Council being one of them, and I'm so happy that it continues to grow. And everybody knows that the Three Rivers Arts Festival is huge, and um, the Cultural Trust, uh, Sarah Aziz is the director. She's done a great job the last two years. It's just going to be so much fun starting today and running through uh, June 12th to have all this happening downtown. So I would really encourage people to come down and see it. And please stop by the August Wilson Center through Sunday, which is the 4th, so they can see what the Technology Council is doing. Absolutely great stuff. So glad to have you as a partner. We have so many interviews coming in front of us. We have more sponsors that are going to be hanging out with us. We're going to be talking to the artists, the technologists. We have a full hour of all the great stuff that's happening here. Joe, thanks for helping us kick this thing well, off. Well, thank you, Jonathan. You and Audrey do a great job every week, you know, bumping along and letting everybody know why is Pittsburgh such a happening technology city. There's a lot of people responsible for it, but the Pittsburgh Technology Council is a big driver. So thank you. We try our best. We've got Jim Denova here. Jim, no stranger to the Create Festival. You guys have been behind this since day one. And I just love seeing this thing grow and grow and grow. As we were just talking to Joe a second ago, 800 people. What are your thoughts? That is phenomenal. I I couldn't be more excited about this festival. But I have to say that the reason the Benetton Foundation is interested in this is really about the entrepreneurship that's always been latent in the artistic community here. And this whole network has just made that blossom. That's what excites me. Without a doubt, I mean, you go to the innovation salon, you see some of these companies like the Curve Cases of the World. I mean, there's so many neat little companies, and you say, it's the entrepreneurship. I mean, we have cookies that are made by Yummy Holic here. Yeah. You know, every aspect of our economy is being represented, which I think is just so exciting. Right. And that's the whole point of the network, is, is to grow uh, an economy out of the intersection of arts, technology, artisans, makers, you name it. And I think that's what the Creative Network and what Kim Chesney has really done over the years is really created this cross-pollinization. And I think it's good for the economy. The reason the festival is so important to me is that it's, a, it's that one day a year to really celebrate those accomplishments and to show the public what it really looks like to have a creative industry Network and this is really vibrant in Pittsburgh. I think we have all the right ingredients. I'm, we know, definitely I mean, do. Yeah. So, I mean, historically, we've had uh, the inventors and the tech wads coming out of CMU. <laughs> you said we've, tech wads. I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's as technical as I get. Me too. And we have traditional artists. We have manufacturers. This whole network brought them all together. And, that's, and you, you create out of that intersection. No, nobody creates in a silo. 
the vibe here is just so amazing because, like I said, all these different sectors kind of coming together, which just makes me excited. The buzz on the streets kind of crazy. I was hanging outside here at the August Wilson Center, and people were saying, what's going on inside there? And I was telling them, and they're like, I want to come inside. Like, I mean, literally, people are like, that's the... One gentleman said he has a friend of his that does spray painting yeah. as an artist, but he's also a technologist by, by day. And he's like, I'm going home to get him to bring him back here. That's exactly it. It's bringing those kind of people who wouldn't otherwise acknowledge or recognize what a creative industry is and when you see it you get it <laughs> that, and, and here you can see it and get you it can get it that's the whole purpose of the festival I, I that's why we're so excited i mean it's almost 10 years ago that we started this and to see how it has grown and i was just telling joe from from dollar bank and how yeah. dollar bank and the benedum you were the first in to say we need to make this happen back when it wasn't so easy people there were a lot of doubters at the time saying what's this all about and i think we really are now proving the value and the worth that this is what's driving pittsburgh forward can i say something about dollar bank though because i think you know it's easy for private foundations like the benedum foundation to take a risk on things because we're basically spending a dead person's money right but for a corporation to take the lead the dollar bank very early on and i i give Joe Smith a ton of credit for saying their corporate investment is going to be in the arts and culture. He was way ahead. And I just, I, I just think that that deserves recognition because for companies which have bottom line expectations and sometimes shorter uh, attention spans for what are we getting out of this? Oh, absolutely. Joe's been a trooper. I also want to say that you don't always see foundations and corporations holding hands like we are with a membership association like the tech company. It's a weird relationship, is it not? It is. Foundations all talk to one another in our little homogeneous pods, you know, and the businesses go to the Duquesne clubs and talk to each other. This represents different sectors of investment, and that's important. Fantastic stuff. So happy to have you here. So glad you guys partner with us on this. We couldn't do it without you. Simple as that. If people learn more about the Benedum, where can they go and check you guys out? Hey, where can we go? We have a website. Um, it's just www.benedum.org. But let just me just simple. say one last thing. You guys make me look like a smart investor. So don't thank me. <laughs> I love it. You're the best. Absolutely. Thank Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Hey, we are coming back with more Tech Vibe Radio from the Create Festival here in downtown Pittsburgh in the August Wilson Center. This is Jonathan Kirsten with the Pittsburgh Tech Council. Learn more about us and all the creative industries at pghtech.org. Welcome back, everybody. As promised, we are back. As you can tell by all the crazy noise around us, we're in the middle of the Create Festival 2017. This has been like a year in the making. Every June, this thing rolls up, and we get so excited because we have the coolest companies in Pittsburgh hanging out with us and doing great stuff. And we have actually no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. No, we've been here before. Absolutely. We have Maggie Friends from Idea Hunt. So, hey, welcome to the show, and thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is amazing. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Man? It's like it's like there's so many people, and it's just starting. I know. It's my first, my first Create Fest, so like okay. this is all new to me, but it's every little thing, every corner you turn, there's something going on, there's different displays, artists. It's fantastic. Cool, man. You're giving us a great description. I'm so glad I'm talking to you. <laughs> so tell me about Idea Hunt. What's Idea Hunt about? And also, Idea Hunt is part of yes. the Create Festival. So. Yeah, so Idea Hunt in and of itself is an open innovation platform. So what we do is we help companies leverage open innovation, whether that means 
connecting with their team members right. to solve challenges, submit ideas, uh, or going out to the public and maybe interfacing with their customers and getting feedback and talking to them about what they'd like to see happen. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, and then for the voting, or yeah, I was going to say, so create tell us about how is Idea Hunt being deployed okay. here at the Create Festival? Well, we actually deployed a little bit early. Yes. So I worked with Kim so that we could use Idea Hunt as a voting platform. So we had all of the participants or entrants to each category come to Idea Hunt, submit their project, and then we opened it up to everybody else for voting. So everybody's been coming to the platform. Um, it's crazy to see all the engagement, all of the support people are giving us feedback. Absolutely. It's yeah, been yeah. really great. Very cool, very cool. And we will be announcing some winners tonight. I'm so excited. We'll be on stage doing that. So <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, whenever I have an opportunity to be on stage, I'll be there. So you'll be there with me. So I, I can't will. wait. But that's, that's, I will. that's way down the road from now. It is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> one, seven o'clock. <laughs> It's kind of crazy. Man. Can we make it? I will make it. The coffee is flowing. The coffee so. is flowing. I've already had like five or six. Me times, too. So. It's delicious. <laughs> Absolutely. So real fast with Idea Hunt. So they're kind of new to Pittsburgh. We are. We uh, we're kind of new in general. I mean, yeah. we launched two years ago. I've been here with the company in Pittsburgh for about a year, probably actively like reaching out to companies here in Pittsburgh for like last six months. So we're we're pretty new in the area, but I'm no stranger, thankfully. Yeah. So. Now, now you you have an interesting story as to how you were uh, engaged with Idea yeah. Hunt. You were like you were like one of their customers first, right? Yeah. So I had the the pleasure and the opportunity to work with Community Elf and Up Content, and Up Content mm-hmm. was on the platform. So that's kind of how I got introduced to the platform, and I started using it um, to submit ideas for Up Content, and then kind of transitioned into just a full blown user and working and submitting ideas with other companies. And then I became an ambassador when they put out the call for ambassadors and then they were like hey we need you and we like you and come work with us and I was like how can I not work for I was sad to leave it was very sad to leave but it was an amazing opportunity that I couldn't pass up. Well, your friends from uh, they're here. Elf, they're right there. They're right you, by you, me. You can hang out and reminisce. I'm so excited. <laughs> Absolutely, man. They're great people, so it's always it's always good to run into them, whether it's a work function or socially. Absolutely. So if people learn more about Idea Hunt, what's the best way for them to kind of learn more and, um, and create their own hunts? Yeah, create their own hunts. Come to ideahunt.io or find okay. us on social media. All of our profiles are Idea Hunt app. Maggie France, thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Busy day. Get back yeah. to what you're doing. It's a doing, pleasure. Man. Thank you for talking to me today. Good stuff. So now we're talking to Matt Beal from Dallas, longtime partner with the Pittsburgh Technology Council and with the Create Festival. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. It's great to be here. Absolutely, man. So quickly, tell our listeners what's Dallas all about. You get to work on the cool stuff. That's all I can say. I'll set it up like that. How about that? Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're just trying to align everything that we can in order to work on the coolest stuff. I like it. So, you know, we started off as an industrial design firm years ago. Now we do software engineering, interface design, industrial design, mechanical engineering, and electrical engineering. So that means we really get to, you know, work on the coolest stuff, whether it's like a wearable or it's, you know, device with a screen, some interface cloud software it's like it's kind of bizarre the variety of it's things never, that we work it, on it's never the same day twice no it is not it at a data list that's for sure yeah. Yeah. that's so cool so cool so like at create here what are your thoughts what's what's going on like when I mean, you're seeing i mean there's robotic stuff everywhere there is yeah. light screens everywhere i mean i'm on sensory overload right now 
Yeah, isn't it amazing? And you're like, no, this is a day in the office for us, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I mean, you definitely feel like you're living in the future, although, you know, sometimes we're working with companies that need to be brought into the future, ah, right? okay. So, you know, we're working with a company that has, is dominates their category right now, and they've been selling the same product, which is really well engineered, but was engineered a decade ago. And up we're to modern times, you know, right? And we're re-engineering everything, you know, flat screen control, new user-friendly software, you know, robotic control, um, and you know, it's completely changing their, you know, changing their products. Well, how much fun is that? I and mean, it, it's, it's a blast. And and uh, you know, they're in the middle of Kansas, so it's like they got to go somewhere for design. So why not Pittsburgh, right? Uh, well, how? Yeah, well, they were in Kansas. How did they find you well, in, in Pittsburgh? This, this particular case. There is a group of venture capitalists who buy manufacturing companies. Right. Um, they handle the fund for a particular university, and they um, they they help these companies grow, and then they sell them again. And their returns are incredible. They're not the usual kind of uh, sharks or whatever. Um, so they've, they've turned around lots of companies, and we get to work with a bunch of them. So they know they need an overhaul in their tech. They say, we know the guys at Dados in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You're hanging out with them. They're going to get your product where it needs to be, and then we're yeah. going to then flip the company over. Yeah, they're usually the kinds of companies that don't have a big in-house capability. They'll have a capability for sort of ongoing engineering to sort of keep up the production, but not to do new product development. Interesting, interesting yeah. stuff. So how long have you guys been in Pittsburgh for? Uh, you know, our firm, uh, Daedalus, was yeah. founded in 83. Wow. But our, our, our press, you know, preceding firm was Tim Cunningham. Exactly. Design, yeah, I knew Tim. Which started in 79. Whoa. So it goes way back. You guys are like old school, but new school yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. yeah, we're generally working on something for, you know, two or three years from now. Exactly. So we've been uh, two or three years ahead for 30-something years. I love it, man. Yeah. And then what are you guys uh, demoing here at Create? What's, what's, what, what, what's happening here for you guys? Yeah, well, we're showing off a few um, few projects that we got a chance to work with um, for a product, couple products that we worked on with Philips. Um, we're showing... Uh, projects that we worked on with um, a company called Joy Global, okay. which is now part of Komatsu. Right. Um, That's a mining operation. Mining, yeah. yeah, yeah, they make mining equipment. Okay. And um, we um, also have a product for a company called Sensit, which is in Indiana, which is a, a gas safety type product. Absolutely. Um, and let's see, what else do we have? We have a little slideshow showing all kinds of different things, interfaces. All I love it, man. This is so stuff. cool. We're so glad to have you here showing yeah. off what you guys do since 1979. Hello, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. That yeah. is just so awesome. We should have maybe brought some of the historical artifacts, but we, we, didn't, we, didn't, do, we didn't do that. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny to take a little yeah. stroll down memory lane. Right, that's right. You guys have that's done. Right. If you want to learn more about Daedalus, where can they go and check you guys out? Well, you can go to www.daed.com. Just that simple. Yeah, first four it. letters of Dennis. I love it, yeah. man. Matt Beal, thanks for doing what you're doing here in Pittsburgh and being part of Create. It's been a blast. You think you guys are all right, man. Yeah. Very cool thanks, all the John. way around. Hey, we're taking a quick break. We are coming back with more Tech Vibe Radio from the Create Festival 2017 at the August Wilson Center. You can tell it's a little loud, a little raucous here, because it's where the action is today. All the action in Pittsburgh here at the August Wilson Center. This is John the Kirsten with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.com. Work. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for spending your Friday night with us here on Tech Vibe Radio. 
It's not just Tech Vibe Radio tonight. We are at the Create Festival 2017. A lot of action going on. There's people everywhere. It's a bit noisy. That's what makes it fun. And I've got Emei here from Hip Hop on Lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to bring some serious energy to this event. Oh I can feel it, Emei. you got to bring energy. It's about the frequency. It's about creating I love it. I love those it. endorphins that are just like working out for hours and swimming and things of that nature. I love we it. we got to get people out of their seats and reacting to creativity. That's what I'm talking about. So Hip Hop on Lock. Tell our listeners, what is Hip Hop on Lock? Hip Hop on Lock is an arts education and mentoring program okay. that employs hip hop as yeah. a tool to educate nice. and empower young people people kindergarten through 12th grade that's what i'm talking about we're using literary elements like math science uh history and things of that nature right and camouflaging it under the umbrella of creativity kids are learning without them even knowing that that's when it works because they're they're engaged they love it and yes you already know. And Where did this idea come from? Well, this idea, we started in 2007 servicing 16 students wow, after so having a recording studio open. 10 years. Yes, so we're celebrating our 10 years um, in 2017. Okay. Um, after opening your mom's house recording studio in East Liberty above the Shadow Lounge, I told myself, Ah, oh, you said the I Shadow giving, Lounge, man. It's like you're bringing back memories. Back? Yeah. Right. How am I giving back to uh, my community right. in a way that's beneficial to our existence? Okay. So that's when we created created uh, Hip Hop on Lock with our partnership with the Union Project at the mm-hmm. time. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Hillary Brown, who was the executive director at that time. Okay. She gave us a shot, and we literally just, you know, blossomed from there. Uh, we're currently currently in 11 school districts throughout western Pennsylvania. How many uh, kids? I'm, I'm assuming you've... Over 5,000 graduates awesome throughout Allegheny so 5,000 kids you have positively you, you already know. Yes. And, and, and love it. Jay-Z said, numbers don't lie. Check the scoreboard. Our scoreboard <laughs> love it. is looking really beefy. That's what I'm talking <laughs> Beefy nonetheless. I love beefy. it, man. I love it. So, Evan, what are you guys doing here at Create? What is... What, Yes, you guys are going to do some create, fun stuff here. Yes, what are, what are we're doing, doing some fun things. We have a, a live DJ that's yeah. here that's inviting individuals to come on up and get their scratch on. <laughs> Could you do that again? Yes. Love it, man. I love it. <laughs> um, we're also, you know, teaching individuals and organizations alike how hip-hop is a valuable tool in our school systems, you know, today they're taking creative arts programs out, you know, of schools, left and right. Being taken out, right? You already know this. Um, so we want to be that program that keeps the bandwidth wide, right, right, right. so that you know we could download that creativity into our system and, and learn education in innovative ways. That's why project-based learning is so strong okay. in today's schools opposed to the traditional ways right. of learning. I mean, they're learning it's, very quickly, obviously. It's the project-based way does not learning. Work. Exactly. Seriously, the hip-hop verse is 16 bars. Okay. If there are four beats in one bar, how many beats are in a verse? Exactly. So you're learning math. So 16 yeah. times 4. Yes. 64. You're learning math. What is the... Uh, the uh, effect that T-Pain uses on his voice. Ah, okay. You know, that's called auto-tune. It's using, uh, it's, it's, it's switching the algorithms in our voice using binary codes of zeros and ones. That's science. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to do it in a creative way. And the kids are learning, but they don't even know they're learning. They don't even know <laughs> they're learning. About. They think they're rocking the mic. Yeah, exactly. Hip-hop, you don't stop rocking to the bang, bang, <laughs> boogie, the beats. 
So how does it feel to be you know doing I mean? this, knowing yeah. that you're making such a positive impact in people's lives? Well, I mean, how, how, it, how it feels yeah. is it's amazing. Hip-hop saved my yeah. life. Okay. And a lot of people who know my story know that hip-hop saved my life, and hip-hop was gave me the opportunity to recognize my importance right. and recognize my impact in today's It gave society. you a passion. It gave you a reason to exist, exactly. right? What good is a gift if you can't share it? So I packaged it up in a way where it looks like a shrimp scampi, and I (laughs) serve it. It looks like that that, that big pot of baked macaroni and cheese with the crispy edges. And you're, making me, you're making and me hungry now. It. You're making me we're, hungry It's now. around lunchtime, so yes. yeah, we hungry out this piece. <laughs> so, so how are you going to grow this thing? So how we're going to scale this thing is we're going to continue to uh, create partnerships. Right now we have partnerships um, all over the Allegheny County. We're looking to expand in North Carolina, New York City. Wow. We're also looking to expand in other <coughs> excuse me, North, excuse me, areas where we could go from 5,000 to 10,000. Wow. We're also looking to connect with universities to create scholarships okay. for our students who want to engage in hip hop, understand the importance of this medium. If Harvard could have people like Nas be adjunct professors Absolutely. in yeah, Harvard yeah, yeah. teaching hip hop, teaching about Tupac and Biggie Smalls, we can take hip hop to new heights. So I'm talking, I mean, it's transformed culture. You already it, it, know a transformed culture. Come 100%. on. 100%. Yes. People, people want to learn more about Hip Hop Unlocked, where can they go and check you out? Yes, uh, they can go to hiphopunlock.org. They okay. can also check our, you know, YouTube. Uh, if they go to Hip Hop Unlocked, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, YouTube slash Hip Hop Unlocked. Um, we're on social media as well, Hip Hop Unlocked on Instagram, Hip Hop Unlocked on Twitter. Uh, we have a myriad of options to be able to get in touch with us. We yeah. look forward to partnering with you. We're so glad to have you here. Bring what you bring. You already know. Transformative Let's stuff, Let's get man. it popping. With that, Let's doubt. get it popping. My man. So now we're talking to Monica Yoke from PopCraft, part of our Co-Create program this year. You've been on the show before. I have. Yeah, I'm so glad to see you again because it's been about like six months or so. I know, it's been a while, but I'm happy to be here again. Yeah, yeah. when we last talked to you, you were just kind of joining up with the program, and now you're kind of like graduating from the program. Yeah, today's the day, yeah. And a, and a lot has happened, which we're going to talk about. So quickly, tell our listeners about PopCraft and what you guys do, because I think this is a lot of fun. Thanks. Yeah, PopCraft, I do uh, pop-up crafting workshops at bars around Pittsburgh. So uh, it's like crafting for adults. It's a really fun night out. I also do private parties, events, uh, team building events. So any any way that I can help people be creative, that's what PopCraft is all about. Where did you get this idea from? What was your inspiration for this? So I had I used to have a nine to five job. I never had any time to make all this stuff that I wanted to make. Right. And I thought other people probably have this same issue. Um, why don't I just bring everything they need to make a really great project to somewhere fun, like a bar, and let's just do it. So what were people's reaction to this? I mean, it's a lot of fun if you're out in a bar and all of a sudden you can make stuff. And tell us what, what you can make. Yeah, I have a lot of different projects. Um, some of them involve reclaimed wood, where you can actually do painting under reclaimed wood. I do crafts with concrete. I um, have a wide variety of things. Even like today, we're doing eight-track wallets. My at the favorite. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Tell us about these eight-track cassette 
wallet. Yeah, it's it's basically um, reusing eight track cassettes. Uh, you're gonna take it apart, take out the guts, and then configure it so it'll function as a wallet. So where do you get these eight track cassettes <laughs> from? Uh, Center for Creative Reuse is where I've got a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, and then some hunting and. <laughs> are they are they hard to find? I mean, I, I'm assuming like I mean obviously they were very popular 35, 40 years right. ago. Right. Yeah, they're I mean they're out there, but you have to look. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So is there like a whole bunch of ABBA or uh, Fleetwood Mac? There's uh, like some tracks. Dick Clark on there. Ooh. He's like his top hits or whatever. Right. Um, there's all kinds of yeah, really good old uh, old old bands on there. So we have a number of people building those today, which I think yes, is a lot of yeah. fun. And if people learn more about Popcraft so they can see where you're going to be or schedule something, where can they go and check you out? Yeah, our website is popcraftart.com okay. uh, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the same handle popcraftart. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, as you were going through this program, you were like kind of running into people, new opportunities were kind of coming up, so you have a new thing that's kind of working. Yeah. Tell our listeners all about that. Yeah, so I'm super excited. I am now with a business partner who I met through the Co-Create program. I'm opening a gift shop in Mount Washington. It's called Love Pittsburgh. And we're going to be carrying all locally made um, gifts by Pittsburgh artists and makers. Very, very cool. Is it open now or when, when the doors pop and open? We're obviously? opening or planning our opening for July 4th. Oh, that's just right around the corner. Yeah. How exciting is that? So what, what kind of what kind of things will be in there, Pittsburgh made? Like, tell us about that. Yeah, so a lot of Pittsburgh-themed items, tasteful Pittsburgh-themed gifts like T-shirts. We're also going to have stationery, home goods, um, seasonal items, jewelry as well. Any eight track wallets? <laughs> maybe. Maybe an eight track wallet or two. Maybe an eight track wallet or two. It could be a hot seller up there. It could be. We'll test them out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, what was, what was the, one of the coolest things about going through the uh, co create program over the past six months? Uh, just being one, working with other creative people who okay. are in creative businesses, just kind of getting to collaborate with them on different projects and just learning from their experiences. But um, co create was able to provide like incredible mentors and access to just so many great opportunities to network and to get other like educational opportunities and workshops. It, the whole thing was just really a great experience. That's what I want to hear. That's yeah. so fantastic. So what are your next steps now? You obviously get this uh, the Pittsburgh <laughs> shop up and running, more pop crafts. Are you going to scale pop craft to other regions, other towns? Um, so for right now, I'm staying local, but Love Pittsburgh is definitely uh, taking up some time since we're in the process of getting the store open. We actually today just launched our Kickstarter campaign. Tell us about the Kickstarter. Yeah, um, so it's really exciting. We, um, it's we've actually just hit our funding goal as well uh, of five thousand dollars, and we're yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we've surpassed it. So, um, and there's several days left to go in the campaign. So, if you want to support local artists and makers, we're really committed to taking all of that money that we're um, raising and buying inventory from the local Pittsburgh artists. So it's it's staying in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And so. If you're a local artist and you want to learn more about getting your, your craft into yes. your store, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, so we have a website called lovepittsburghshop.com. There's a application on the website where you can apply to become a vendor. Just that simple. Yeah. Pittsburghers helping Pittsburghers with great creative fun stuff. Yes. What's not to love? <laughs> 
<laughs> all the way around. Very, very cool stuff, Monica. Best yeah. of luck with everything. Thanks, John. Thanks yeah, for being thank part you. of this and yeah. this craziness that is the Great Festival this year. We love it. It's so many people, so much activity. Yeah. Good, good stuff all the way around. Really exciting. Thank you. So, everybody, keep your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio. So much more coming from the Create Festival. It's like it's off the hook a little bit today. We'd love bringing this to you. This is what's going right in Pittsburgh. This is where all the fun stuff is going on. Learn more about the creative uh, industries and the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at, at pghtech. Like I said, there's just so much going on here, and we want to make you part of it. Uh, we'll be right back after this quick break with more Tech Vibe. This is Jonathan Kirsten. Welcome back, everybody. As I promised, we are back with more Tech Vibe Radio from the Create Festival 2017 at the August Wilson Center. Way too much fun today. I'm like a kid in a candy store talking to the coolest people and the coolest companies. And we have Ben Sachs here from Curve Case. I love this company. You guys make some of the coolest stuff. Thanks for taking the time. So tell our listeners, what does Curve Case make? At Curve Case, we make products from natural materials with advanced technology. Yep. Uh, we started four years ago making iPhone cases for the iPhone 5. That was four years ago? Yeah, we started in November of 2013. Holy man. Yeah, I had already been prototyping uh, okay. before then. So it, we've been around, we're sort of like, you know, a, maybe a mature stage uh, company now. But yeah, we, we are expanding this year, which is pretty interesting. Previously, we'd only really made phone cases right. and tech products. Um, we're restructuring the company, uh, which essentially is like a rebrand, yeah. but we're adding different market segments in uh, in products. So we're doing some everyday carry products, um, some home and office goods, and we're going to also do lighting, which we have on display here. Nice. So we have two different pendant. I got to check that out because right. the wood, the materials that you use, it's beautiful. I mean, it, it makes it, it turns your iPhone into something else. I think that's the only way to describe it. It looks like a nice sculpture of wood, dare I say, as far as that goes. I just think it's absolutely fantastic. It's like burled. It looks like... So what kind of wood are you guys using? What what, what are your materials? We are pretty opportunistic when it comes to getting wood. Okay. Um, A lot of the stuff we get locally from Urban Tree and from... Uh, other local suppliers. Um, we go up to Mars Lumber, which is uh, just north of Pittsburgh, right. um, and they they import a lot of different types of wood. We also get scrap wood from other woodworkers. So one of our um, one of our sources is Taylor Guitars. They have given us wood in the past. Oh, how cool is yeah. that? So, so scrap wood, scrap from wood them, from, yeah. from a guitar. <laughs> right. So yeah, we get a lot of scrap wood. Uh, we have a woodworker in Northern California who specializes in a specific type of figured walnut. Okay. Um, and he's retired, and he has like a barn full of this wood. So he just puts it in the mail and mails us wood. He mails so, yeah. you chunks of wood. Exactly. That is, that is absolutely so so cool. I, I just I think it's so amazing. So you've gotten some crazy cool reviews from major press. I mean, I can't imagine what magazines you not been in with people saying that this is a product that you have to have. Tell us about some of the positive press that you guys have yeah, received. Um, the most recent one was from uh, TechCrunch, which uh, I had to explain what it was to my dad because he's a little old-fashioned and he's not sure he's what, like, tech what crunch, te- yeah. what's that? Um, so, yeah, that was actually a pretty serendipitous um, event. Uh, they, they held a pitch fest here in Pittsburgh uh, at the shop in Homewood. And the pitch fest was uh, a bunch of my friends uh, pitching their startups, and there right. was an award. For, it was actually the prize was to go to TechCrunch Disrupt New York. Um, so after the pitch fest, I was sort of milling around, and I ended up talking to um, this guy uh, John Biggs, who was running the event, and his friend Matt 
Barnes, Matt Barnes, I think. Okay. Uh, Matt Burns, Matt Burns, I think. Um, and it turns out Matt was like the senior is the senior editor at TechCrunch, and we were talking about my my weird uh, model airplane hobby, which I've done since I was a little kid. Awesome. And um, one thing led to another, and I showed him the phone case because I asked what I did. And he was kind of blown and away. He was a little blown bit, right? away, yeah. and so I literally gave him my phone case, which is like giving someone the shirt off your own back. That's exactly and, like um, giving the shirt right. off your own. So back. So that ended up turning into the article, which uh, was really cool. And for me, to, it's it's almost more of a cool story to tell when I tell people about how the article came to be, because a lot of times people they struggle trying to figure out how to get people to to publicize what they're doing. Um, and I don't think that there's any set strategy. You just sort of have to go out there and put yourself out there. And, exactly. Yeah. So did you ever think that this is how you would be working like four years later, that this idea of doing this to what you're doing now? Not at all. I mean, it's been totally a wild adventure. I've learned n- not just how to do the woodworking and the specialized uh, fa- fabrication, but also how to run a business. Absolutely. And um, hiring employees and setting up payroll and accounting and bookkeeping and um, finances and uh, all the all, weird all stuff on you need to get paid yeah. and get other people right. paid. It's like, what? So nobody teaches that, I don't think. I mean, I could have maybe gone to get an MBA, but I don't even know if, if sort of running your own small business is an MBA program. It should be. They should, um, actually, definitely. they should be thinking along yeah. those lines because that's the future of how things are rolling. It's, it's men and women like you that have exactly. these inspirations and ideas, and they turn them into companies making awesome products. People learn more about Curve Case. Where can they go and check you guys out? You can find us online at curvecase.com that's k-e-r-f-c-a-s-e.com and on social media our instagram and facebook are both curvecase um, and you can come visit us if you're in pittsburgh we are located at uh the, the mine factory building which is the old mine safety appliances building in point breeze so right across from the east end food co-op great stuff thanks for taking the time ben Appreciate no problem thank you awesome so joining us now is Community Elf, part of our Create Festival 2017. We have Richard Porter here. You've been on the show a couple times before. We've had a lot of repeats yes. on the show here because all the cool people from Tech 5 hang out at Create. And you brought someone new with you today. You're the new That's leader right. of right. Community Elf. We have Dan here. Dan? Excited to be here. Yeah, so uh, you're about, about a month into your new gig at Community Elf. Why Community Elf? Uh, Community Elf uh, has the content foundation in terms of we have great producers of content and I'm coming in with the data back background in terms of how do we make this content drive overall performance through digital sphere. So you're a data geek. I am a data geek. Hanging out with the SEO folks and all that kind of fun stuff. Exactly. Hanging out here with uh, with with Richard. Absolutely, it's yeah. Like, so tell our listeners about Community Health real quick. Like, what are the key things that you help people with? Yeah, so we, we've really been focused uh, over the last few years on helping to handle that day-to-day elements of those those digital marketing strategies, um, and and you know mainly in the in the space of social media, um, content generation and SEO, email marketing, and uh, and paid acquisition, um, and definitely over the last twelve months have really been putting a focus on uh, on that inbound methodology and driving a lot of return out of uh, out of what we're doing on behalf of our clients, and that's why it's really exciting to have Dan Dan on board now. Um, he's got about fifteen years um, doing this uh, really effectively, so it's really helping us connect the dots and um, and show that to clients and do that more effectively. So, Dan, why is uh, Community Elf here at Create Festival? Well, we're here because Create Fest is all about ideas. And where do ideas come from? Usually a problem or problem solving. So whenever we sign up a new client, they're usually wanting more traffic, more visitors, more sales, more bottom line results. So we are coming from that idea generation for how do we execute strong brands in the digital environment. I love it. So what are your thoughts on all these companies kind of mashing up together here today, all under one roof here? at the August Wilson Center. I mean, this is kind of fun. 
Absolutely, yeah. There's some great stories here, and that's that's uh, that's what we really look for. That's what we're doing on behalf of our clients, and so it's great to walk around and hear a lot of the stories. There's some just this thing behind you that's a, an illuminating dress, some fabric that actually can be uh, can be charged. So I mean, just great stories all the way around, and that's actually that's that's why we do it. That's what we do. It keeps pinching me, but doesn't bother me. <laughs> that's it. I'm just saying. I'm just, we're so glad that you guys are here doing yeah. what you're doing because you're part of Pittsburgh's tech fabric here in downtown Pittsburgh. Because you're in downtown Pittsburgh, so you're here on the scene. I love it. People learn more about Community Elf. Where can they go and check you guys out? Communityelf.com. That's uh, that's where you can find most of it. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we are downtown. We're in the Law and Finance Building. We are one of two non-law firms in there, so we're the only ones not wearing suits for court. <laughs> it could be the SEO building pretty soon, right? Uh, pretty soon. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us Create. Go enjoy the rest of your day. Absolutely. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks. So up next, it's, a, it's our never-ending tour of great, cool people hanging out with us at Create Festival. We have John Mahalik from Skyward. So, John, thanks for taking the time. It's a little noisy and crazy here today, oh, but no that's problem. what makes it fun, no right? Problem. It takes Absolutely. it fun. So tell us about Skyward real fast. Yeah, great. So uh, Skyward is a content marketing platform. So uh, we have uh, customers uh, uh, that come to us that are looking to create content. Um, and they want, first of all, they, they absolutely want to connect with their customers. So what we help them do is build content and destinations where they can actually do that. So Skyward is a content marketing platform with tools that helps enable all of the workflow processes and actually creating content. It turns out content creation is really, really hard. I like it when people say that as a content creator myself. Just saying. I'm sure, as as you know, and uh, and you know, we have uh, folks that you know want to get into that into that that area, right? Um, they have brands that they want to market, uh, and nowadays, uh, the best way of actually connecting with people is to actually create content that they're interested in, right? God forbid, interesting content. Yeah, so, how exactly. do you help people? How do you how do you determine what is interesting and what's going to work for a particular client? Well, that's a great question, and, and that, that really gets to the heart of the matter. So uh, with Skyward, we have tools as well as services as well to help uh, automate that process. So it starts from a gap analysis on your website. We have tools that actually help automate this process. Um, we do search engine marketing, search engine optimization. Uh, you can build uh, your targets and topic uh, lists on things that you want to uh, create content for that flows through a workflow process that we help build. Uh, and uh, we also, uh, one of the most uh, important things is we also connect you with, uh, with creators, uh, contributors, folks who actually can actually create this content. So how did you develop this, this, this uh, uh, cast of content creators so you can put the right people in the job? Obviously, you're tapping into folks around the country, around the world? Around the world, yeah. We produce content in uh, 23 languages right now, I believe. Uh, we pay writers in, uh, I think, approximately 15 different currencies all over the world. Uh, our, our writers have earned uh, collectively in U.S. dollars uh, almost $7 million through, through our platform. So we provide them with a source of income uh, that they like, obviously. And coming through Skyward, they also have a centralized uh, 
payment, if you will, in that. Whereas uh, typically you would go to IBM, you go to HP, you got all these different companies that you know and produce content for you, getting a check separately. So we help unify that whole process. We also you know service a third party you know auditor of that. Um, so all of that data flows through us. All of the uh, uh, assignment creation, all of the editing, all of the everything you can think of in the workflow process flows through Skyward. And that's all coming out of Pittsburgh? Uh, so, yeah. So, we're uh, here in Pittsburgh is the Technology Center. Uh, so, and we've been here for uh, five years uh, now. Uh, we're headquartered out in Boston. Boston, we have our Sales and Marketing and Services Corporation. We're here in Pittsburgh is uh, our Technology Center. You've got to tell your friends in Boston that Pittsburgh has a little thing called the Create Festival where we're doing stuff like this. Uh, we are here. We have a booth right over there. Uh, absolutely. So, this is very exciting. It's great to see the city, uh, you know, with, with so many great companies, a lot of good technology, really uh, um, uh, really inspiring here. Pittsburgh's a great place to live, and uh, I, I love to see that. So it's, just, it's exciting. It's exciting. And I want to thank you for everything you guys are doing at the Technology Council to really help, uh, help create that. So it's fantastic. We're definitely trying our best, and uh, we, we love hearing you say that. But if people want to learn more about Skyward, where, where can they go and uh, get more detail? Well, so skyward.com. Okay. Um, that's that's the primary way to, to go about uh, finding more information about us. Uh, you can also see our blog there. You can see um, all of our products, offerings, uh, what we what we deliver there. Uh, it's all online, and uh, yeah. So uh, please check it out fantastic stuff. We're winding up our coverage. I'm kind of sad because there's so much more I want to bring everybody, but if you want to learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council, our Create Festival, awesome companies like Skyward, go to pghtech.org. It is the hub of all the cool stuff we're doing here in Pittsburgh. Stay tuned to this radio show every single Friday night here on KDKA because we have way too much fun bringing you the best of Pittsburgh. This has been Jonathan Kirsting. Learn more about us at pghtech.org and then have yourself an awesome weekend. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 